as we're sitting here together, uh, we should try and be sincere in our efforts and uh, cultivating samadhi because samadhi is something that bears great importance. And we all know that it falls under the noble path that the Buddha taught, um, this path of sila samadhi panya, of morality, the uh, collection and uh, the founding of our hearts and um, of wisdom. So the aspect of sila is the care that we take and the restraint that we have over our actions of body and speech. And we need to restrain these actions um, in order to bring about peace. And if we were to make an example, it would be like we're traveling over a river and we're crossing a bridge. And sila is that bridge. The dana or generosity, the things that we've given, um, they can be compared to the provisions that we take for the journey. And wisdom is the light. We can see that if we don't have light, if there's no light in this world, then everything that we do will be very difficult because it's all dark. And so if our, if our hearts are devoid of wisdom, then they're dark. And this darkness is avijja, is ignorance. So for us, we come to sit in meditation and try to develop our hearts um, because these hearts of ours are very important. They're the leaders. Um, and if we're going to gain success in anything, that'll be because of our hearts. So if our hearts are good, then all of our thoughts and actions will follow on in that goodness as well. They will be within um, morality. But if our hearts are lacking in goodness, if they're dark, if they um, have a lot of wrong views, then the things that we do, our actions, our conduct will be wrong as well. And it will stray from this noble path that the Buddha taught. So for us all having faith, then we should try to constantly be building up goodness and try to be developing our hearts so that they can gain a brightness and a purity. These hearts of ours are the most important and the most worthwhile things. They have the highest value, more high um, value than anything else in this world. So we should try and use our efforts despite difficulties that we may encounter. We persist in order to pass over this river. We go from the bank of the world to the further shore, the further bank, that of Lokutura, which is beyond the world, above all of the sense objects in the world. So having peace of heart, we should use that to contemplate in order to seek out and find the truth, to know clearly um, about sankharas, about conditioned phenomena, whether it's the sankharas of physicality or mentality, we see that they're all of the nature to arise, last for a while and cease. So we need to be sincere in our efforts in training and cultivating our minds 
um, so that wisdom can manifest within them. And we'll know clearly um, the truth of these conditioned phenomena of sankharas. Um, so it's been about five minutes now, the Dhamma talk, and uh, we'll translate just this much for now. So therefore, um, if we have effort and sincerity, we'll be able to pass over any difficulties or any obstacles that we encounter and we'll meet with success. But this requires us to always have mindfulness and to use our mindfulness well, this quality of recollection. So whatever posture we're in, we have mindfulness with that posture. If we're thinking, if we're speaking, then we maintain our mindfulness and have that um, recollection taking care of our hearts. I'm trying to um, not let our hearts become deluded and lost. So the Buddha taught that we need to have, to always try and maintain one object of meditation, one focus of our, um, of our awareness, whether that's the meditation word of Buddha, Dhammo, Sangho, or um, any chant that we can use. So we can go over the recollection of the Buddha, the Dhamma, the Sangha, Itipiso, or um, various other chants, Bahung, for example. Um, and if there's a lot of thinking going on as we're chanting, then we should just chant even faster and use our faculty of samadhi to suppress the scattered thoughts that are going on. So we all know that if we don't take care of our morality well and our hearts don't have any samadhi, then there's just no way that wisdom will arise. Because this wisdom comes up through causes. When we do have wisdom come up, then we should use that and contemplate into the nature of conditions and see how they are um, unsatisfactory. They're a cause of suffering. And we look into this body, for example. When the body undergoes change, then that brings us pain and difficulty, what we call tukang. So there's dukkha, there's anicca, anatta. And these are all, um, all these three aspects are the meditation objects that we use to give rise to wisdom. And Venerable Ajahn Chah, he gave uh, an example. It's like um, a lichen in a tree, um, what you call old man's beard this lichen that lives in a tree and um, it doesn't have any roots in the ground, but it's able to get its nutriment and the moisture from the surrounding air. And so it's the same if we use our wisdom faculty and we are looking into anicca, dukkha, anatta, into inconstancy, suffering and not self, then this will all be food for wisdom to arise in our hearts. So any um, moods that come up, then we should just tell ourselves that this isn't sure, it's impermanent, it won't last. So if we get into liking over something, then we teach our minds, it's not sure, it won't last. If we dislike something, then it's not sure, it won't last. This is all the Dhamma that we are teaching our minds. And if we carry on instructing, 
guiding our minds in this way, then our hearts will be wise and they'll be intelligent hearts. They'll be able to release the clinging that we have to all of the sense objects that we experience and we'll find freedom from those sense objects, able to go beyond them, to abide above these sense objects, which means going beyond the world. So we should put in our effort um, in this practice every day. So the objects of contemplation that we can use, these kamatana objects to give rise to clear seeing, are these very objects of anicca, dukkha, anatta, of inconstancy, stress, and not self. So we can come and look at our bodies and see that they're composed of many different things, different parts, different organs. So when we have eyes, then those eyes will degenerate. If we have legs, then the legs will degenerate. And having teeth, those teeth will start to decay. So when we reflect on this, we can see that the body is really a heap of suffering. And that's the nature of all sankharas, that when they come together after a while, they need to disband as their very nature. And this is the Dhamma there. So when our minds are peaceful, then we use that to contemplate in order to give rise to an understanding of the Dhamma in our hearts. So we should try to keep up our effort um, constantly. But even though we do this, um, sometimes wisdom uh, just won't be there in our minds. And um, that's because the energy of our wisdom and of our mindfulness is lacking. So when that's the case, it can be quite easy for various emotions such as anger or ill will to come and um, overlay or kind of sit on top of our hearts. When our minds are in that state, then we need to bring up effort in the aspect of endurance, of forbearance, because this patient endurance is the quality that burns up the defilements. And the most important um, quality to endure in is in morality, in our sila. Keeping this morality as our um, foremost or first foundation and having mindfulness there within um, keeping our body and speech restrained in morality. If our samadhi and wisdom just isn't working, then that's okay. We just make sure that we keep our sila well. And as we do that, then slowly the mind will start to um, develop and develop until true wisdom can arise and we can see into the Dhamma by knowing the truth of conditioned phenomena. And so now we should um, have this sincerity in sitting in meditation and we can contemplate, um, take our minds to contemplate these bodies and do this until uh, we're finished with this meditation practice. <laughs> 